Welcome, welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1, featuring Bay Area Sports Insight. Now, here's your host, Jimmy B. Good morning, Tampa sports fans. Welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show. I'm your host, Jim Barron. Today is Saturday, January 15th. Welcome to the gymnasium. We're going to be breaking down the Bucks when they play the Eagles tomorrow, what they have to do to win. NFL playoffs start this week with three games on Sunday, two games today, and one on Monday night. We're going to be talking about the Lightning. They've been playing excellent lately. And anything else you want to talk about, the number here, as always, 877-448-7901. Or you can shoot me an email at sports at power901.com. We'll be right back to get the show started. There's a lot going on at the Landing Bar and Grill in Valrico. There's great food at the Landing featuring several signature landing-only specialties like shareable appetizers, seafood, flatbread, salads, wings, pasta, pizza, burgers, gluten-free, keto-friendly, kid-friendly, dog-friendly, desserts, craft beer and cocktails, and a lot more. And if you're looking for entertainment, we've got it. National holidays, food events, live music, karaoke, cornhole, and live team trivia. Check out our full menu on Facebook or online at thelandingvalrico.com. Sports is back and we've got that too. The Landing Bar and Grill off Lithia Pinecrest in Valrico. The Landing Bar Grill, land as strangers, depart as friends. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Happy Saturday. Hope everyone's gearing up for a great weekend of sports, especially on the football slate. Before we talk about the NFL and the playoffs, I want to touch a little bit about the Lightning. They had a great week with a super win over the Canucks 4-2 on Thursday night. And before that game, they beat the Sabres 6-1. A couple takeaways from those games. Number one, Kucherov is just unbelievable. He had three goals. He had a hat trick against Buffalo. I think it was on Tuesday night. And, um, you know, Stamkos had a goal as well. A couple assists. really had a goal. But Kucherov coming back from that uh, lower body injury, he's just amazing. I don't know how you do it, but, you know, you just plug him in and he seems to not have to get warmed up. He just goes right at it. So um, I'm hoping that the Bucks can take some uh, pointers from him on how to come back from an injury and uh, be your old self and just dominate because they're going to need to do that this weekend as well. But the Lightning had a great week, like I said. A couple wins against the Sabres and the Canucks. They'll be taking on the uh, Dallas hockey team tonight. That's at uh, 7 o'clock here at Amelie. So if uh, you're getting ready to... Uh, cheer on the Bucks tomorrow and want something to do today. Maybe go into the game tonight and you know, keep the party going all weekend long. So that should be a nice matchup from a couple of years ago from the Stanley Cup Finals. So I think that if you look at what the Lightning are doing right now, they're, they're firing on all cylinders. Couldn't be happier for the uh, way they put things together. Cooper has done a great job directing everything. You know, Stamkos, uh, he's got 18 goals this year already, leading the team. Pilat, what a surprise. Not even a surprise, but what a what a great season he's having all around. Uh, 15 assists, 15 goals. Uh, you look at Hedman. You know, what are you going to say about Hedman? He's just the best defenseman on the planet. Now, we got... We have, if you look at the Lightning right now, we have probably the best goaltender on the planet in Vasilevsky. We have the best 
defensive person on the planet with Hedman, and we have Stamkos on the offensive side. Who's better than those three in the league? I'll tell you, not many players can touch what we have when we're healthy and firing on all cylinders. If you look at, uh, like I said, Palat, 15 goals, 15 assists. Stamkos, 18 goals, 27 assists. He's having a great year. What, you know, here's a, here's a question I have for you guys. The NHL All-Star team was announced, and um, you're playing the All-Star game. You can only have two players per team. So who are you going to take from the Lightning? Well, I can tell you that they picked Vasilevsky and they picked Hedman. Um, no, you can't argue with that. But you leave Stamkos out, what are you going to do? Leave Hedman out, take Stamkos? I mean, it's just a tough pick, but uh, congratulations to both uh, Vasilevsky and to uh, Victor on their all-star nominations and that's in February I believe it's February 5th so we have some more hockey to play between now and then but if you look at what we're doing right now we're atop the division and I think that all we need to do is stay healthy keep meshing the players that come back and again I'll say like I said last week when you have Kucherov in there the team is just playing on a different level they're out there they're uh, not only firing on all cylinders, but they make it look a heck of a lot smoother than other teams out there when they're playing. The power play is coming around. That's going to take a little bit, you know, getting used to with Kucherov back. But um, things are gearing up nicely for the playoffs and just keep on doing what they're doing. Love to hear your comments. 877-448-7901. You can go to JimmyBSports.com. Check out all the scores, all the sports updates, as well as uh, leave me an email as as to what you think um, the Lightning's chances of three-peating may be this year. We're going to take a quick break, come back, and touch, of course, on the Bucks. This is Football Weekend. You're in the gymnasium. We'll be right back. Property Shop, your one-stop shop for all of your real estate needs. Looking for homes for sale or rent in the Tampa market? Text HOMES to 71441. That's HOMES to 71441. The Property Shop is a full-service realty and management company with a team of partners to give you that extra peace of mind. The Property Shop is truly your one-stop shop, providing stellar service in all areas of realty. And right now, new home buyers will receive a one-year home protection warranty for that extra peace of mind on your next big purchase. More info online at the Property Shop. ShopUSA.com or 813-655-5000. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Let's get to it with the Bucks. So tomorrow at 1 o'clock at Raymond James, the Bucks as the NFC's number two seed. After a great weekend last weekend, you know, after our victory, we were able to watch the Rams get beat by San Francisco, which enabled us to uh, flip-flop spots. And now we are the two seed. Um, number one seed, Green Bay, will be off this weekend. Uh, but as a two seed, we'll be playing the seven seed, which happens to be the Philadelphia Eagles at this point. So tomorrow at one o'clock, the fun begins. Hopefully the weather, um, they're calling for some showers, maybe some wind. So it may not be uh, picture perfect Tampa Bay weather. However, it should be some good football weather. And you have a matchup of two teams um, that, 
you know, really, you have to be playing good to get to the playoffs. I think if you look at why the Bucks made the playoffs this year, we won 13 games. So we had a fantastic season if you look at wins and losses. Uh, Injury-wise, we do have some injuries. Of course, we lost Godwin. He will not be playing the rest of the season. Um we're missing some guys. We're getting some guys back. If you look at who is not going to be here tomorrow, uh, wide receiver Phil Grayson, he's out. If you remember, he took over for Antonio Brown a couple of weeks ago. Um, he's got that hamstring, I believe. Ronald Jones is not going to be playing uh, on t- uh, tomorrow as well. So Grayson and Jones are not going to be playing. We do have some people that are probably coming off the list that are going to be available to play, and that's going to be Fournette. Um, he uh, had a hamstring strain, if you remember, back in week 15, I think. So he's been he's been sidelined. They've been resting him. He did practice all week. So uh, all signs indicate that he will be ready to go. And he is a huge part of this Tampa Bay offense. If you remember what he did in the playoffs last year. And uh, when it comes time to get those you know, three, four yards that you need, uh, game time Lenny seems to step up and really get the job done. So with um, Jones not playing, you will have Fournette back there and you're going to probably have a couple other players that may or may not uh, be in the game. There's question marks right now with Shaq Barrett, uh, Jason Pierre-Paul, um, and Levante David as well. So in the backfield, you will have Fournette and you will have uh, Giovanni Bernard back there, which um, is a good one-two punch. And then, you know, you also um, are, are going to have Le'Veon Bell and Keyshawn Vaughn to be able to give them a quick break and and get back in the game as well. So those guys, uh, I feel confident about the running backs this weekend for us. Um, I think that they talked about Bernard being ready, and uh, he is very close, and I think he will be back tomorrow for the game. So uh, on the you know on the other side of the ball, when you talk about Shaq Barrett, of course, you know leading the team. 10, 10 sacks this season. You need to have him out there. You need to be able to put some containment on the Eagles with Hurts, um, you know, being able to shut him down, especially on the edge. You need him. Now, Pierre Paul, after not playing for since, you know, week 15 with that torn rotator cuff, we have to hope that he's out there. So, uh, you know, Levante David, you can't say enough about him. He's probably, I think, the most important person on the defensive side of the ball for us. And when he's out there, he makes Devin White play better. I haven't seen White have a really good game since um, Levante has been out. So he's going to be the most questionable, they say. But I do look forward to seeing uh, Levante White out Levante um out there, and I also think that um, besides Levante David and you have Shaq there playing Pierre Paul, that what they need to do is shut down the Eagles' ability to run the ball. Now, our forte over the last two years has been stopping the run. However, if you look at our 
Um, stats the last couple of weeks, we've done anything but that. Uh, a couple of teams ran way more than they should have, and I believe that we're probably in the you know, 30th or 31st right now for the last two weeks on stopping the run. Again, all those stats don't mean anything. The slate is wiped clean going into the game tomorrow. Now, you know, I say about stopping the run because that's what the Eagles do. We played Philly up there in Philly, I think, back in October or whatever it was and that was the game we ended up winning that game but that was the game that Philly decided to really focus on being a run team and um, you know that's what that team has developed over the remaining games of the season they're probably the number one team in the NFL running the ball at this point so um, are they going to have a great running success against the Bucks? I, I wouldn't say that. I will say this, though. Um, it's not going to be easy for the Bucks. The Bucks are going to have to come up there. They're going to get punched in the mouth. I mean, it's going to be a game in the trenches. Uh, you know, you have Vita Vey there up front. It's going to be a great physical matchup between a very good offensive line of the Eagles and a very, very good good defensive unit for the Bucks. So um, you may not see a lot of possessions. <clears throat> it may be one of those games where you know, the way you, you beat Brady and the way they beat the Bucks is to keep the offense off the field. What, how do you do that? You run the ball. You get some first downs. You run the clock down. And you limit the other team's offense to be on the field. So I look for the Bucks to have to really step up as a defensive unit and cause some takeaways. I want to see some interceptions. I want to see some fumble recoveries. Put some pressure on Hurts. Hurts is a, a rookie uh playoff quarterback so it's going to be a new experience for him I'm sure the fans here are going to let him know what kind of game he's in and um, he's going to find maybe not having the success that he's had against some other teams because of the uh, physicality that we have with our linebackers with Levante David you know when you have Devin White there you have some players that can really get after you and they will so from a um, standpoint of when the Eagles have the ball, I think that the key for us will be to put some pressure, put some pressure on the corners when uh, Hertz drops back. Don't let him get to the outside. No, pinch the corners and make him beat you with his arm. I'm pretty sure that Jalen Hurts will not be able to beat the Buccaneers with his arm. Now, can he run? Yes, he can take off, and there's going to be times during the game where he may take off on third down, get that first down, run to the uh, sticks on the sideline, and complete the, a couple passes that way. So it is what it is. I'm not um, overly concerned with the deep threat that Philly has, so I think we can shorten the field. And um, I don't believe that Philly can score a lot of points on us if we get these key players back. Now, when I say getting these key players back, it's one thing to have them back, but it's another thing to have them play the way that we remember them playing before they got hurt. Yeah, Shaq Barrett, he's got a torn ACL, a torn MCL. Um, 
Jason Pierre-Paul, he's going to have surgery when the season's over. Levante David, you know, uh, banged up. So just because we see them in there, it doesn't mean that they're going to be at 100% and playing the way that we are used to seeing them play. So just keep that in mind during the game. You're going to have spells that, you know, maybe they don't look all that well, but in the big picture, I do believe that we're going to prevail from a defensive end. Now, on the offensive side of the ball, when we have the ball... We don't lose many games at home. I believe we've lost one game all year long. That was to the Saints, if I'm not wrong. So we have an advantage playing in our home field in front of our home fans, which I'm sure is going to be a big difference. We have a, a quarterback calling the plays um, along with you know, Leftwich, who's the offensive coordinator. But I think for the most part, when push comes to shove, Brady's going to do what he wants to do out there. The Eagles... Um, I believe they're weak in the secondary. I think that if they decide to play any type of zone defense, Brady will carve them up. The only chance Philly has is to play a, a, a tight man-to-man defense and hope that they get some um, some good jumps on the ball possibly and uh, shut down Evans on the outside. You're going to have um, Johnson playing first, Scotty Miller and um, Perryman as well. So Brady has a good choice of weapons. And let's not forget about Gronkowski. I look for him to have another huge game like he did last week. That's going to be Brady's go-to guy, as always. So I don't believe that the Eagles can cover Gronkowski across the middle. We're going to be throwing some passes to Fournette out of the backfield. Brady across the middle. Gronkowski, Gronkowski, Brait, Fournette. Um, so I, I do think that if we are able to get on the field, and the weather's supposed to be a, a little bit uh, soggy, they say. So, you know, it, it does work good for our run game. And when you have Fournette out there, we have a great offensive line as well. So I, I look for us to be able to pick up some first downs on the ground when we have to. So when it's all said and done, I'm saying that the Buccaneers are going to be in a tough game. They're going to know they're in a tough game. It's not going to be easy. But I do see them winning this game and moving on to the second round, which, by the way, will be played here at home as well as a result of having the uh, two seed in the NFC. So I'd love to hear your comments on the game, what you think the Bucks need to do to win, um, what you think we need to do to shut down um, anything that Philly can do. The number again, 877-448-7901, sportswithpower901.com. We'll be right back to break down some of the other games in the NFL this weekend. You listen to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. What are you so happy about? I'm on the pill. Aren't you two a bit old to worry about having more kids? Not her. Me. Uh, you lost me there, buddy. Steel Man pills. Things weren't always looking up if you catch my drift. So, my doctor prescribed me a little something. Like Viagra? Yeah, but that's expensive, and it wasn't covered by my insurance. Steel Man pills. Going the extra mile to help men with erectile dysfunction. 800-748-6805. 800-748-6805. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back to the Jimmy B Sports Show, fans. We're talking about the games. First of all, there are two games today. You have uh, Las Vegas playing Cincy at 4.30, and then you have New England 
up in Buffalo for the uh, 8, 8.30 game tonight. And then tomorrow we have three games. Of course, we know we have the, the Bucks at one, San Fran and Dallas is the second one. And then at night you have Pitt and KC. And uh, not to be left out, there's a Monday night game this year. We have um, Arizona playing the Rams in that wild card game. So lots on the docket this weekend as far as the NFL goes. If you want to look at the games, we can start with the first game, which is the Raiders, who are a five seed, will be playing at Cincinnati. They happen to be the four seed. That's at 4.30 today. Uh, you know what? I, I think this game, it's either going to be a blowout or... It's going to be a um, down-to-the-wire game. I know that sounds funny, but, you know, the, the Raiders, they're a tough team to, to predict how they're going to come out and play. But if Cincinnati comes out and Joe Burrow, if they find their uh, rhythm early, they could blow out the Raiders without much of a problem. Um, and that's that's very possible. Um, Burrow led the NFL in completion percentage with uh, 70 yards uh, per pass this season, per attempt, youngest player in the NFL to do both in the same season. So, you know, the the other side of the coin, though, he was sacked 51 times. So you can get to him. Uh, Unfortunately, he has shown some good um, staying power in the pocket, if you will. And unfortunately for the Raiders, I think they're going to have their hands full in this game since he's a five and a half point favorite and I actually think that may be a little bit low uh, the Raiders, they had that game, if you remember, last weekend against the Chargers with the winner getting in. It came down to a field goal with no, no time left on the clock in overtime, not in regulation, in overtime. And uh, that's how uh, Pittsburgh actually got in because if they would have tied that game, then both the Chargers and the Raiders would be in and Pittsburgh would be out. But um, nonetheless, uh, the Raiders will be playing the Bengals. I look for Cincinnati to uh, win that game, probably by double of what the line is. Then the um, second game uh, later on after the Cincy game is going to be the Patriots at Buffalo. Now, the Patriots are a sixth seed. Buffalo a three. They'll be playing up there in Buffalo. Game time weather prediction is about five degrees if they're lucky. Probably get down. There's going to be a 13 mile an hour wind. Probably going to feel about minus 10 on the field up there. So what can we expect from this game? These, these teams play twice this year. Of course, being in the AFC East, you have Josh Allen for Buffalo as the quarterback, and you have Mac Jones going for the Patriots, who's had a um, very, very good rookie year. So I think if you remember the first game when the Patriots went to Buffalo, you had that wind and the weather. I think um, the Patriots only threw the ball two or three times the whole game. They ended up beating Buffalo up in Buffalo, and then Buffalo returned the favor later on this year up in Foxborough in beating the Patriots up there. So this is really the uh, rubber match in the series. And, um, you know, it's going to come down to, in my opinion, uh, who's going to be the best player on the field and who's going to be the best coach on the sideline. Um, Talking about on the sideline, you have to give the edge 
to Belichick in um, scheming up some type of game plan to be able to minimize turnovers, maximize their offense staying on the field, uh, creating that run game, which will allow them to maybe, you know, control the clock and keep Buffalo off the field. I think the best player on the field will be Josh Allen. And if you look, I mean, he completed almost half of his passes this year. So I think that Patriots, although they've held opponents to the second lowest completion percentage in the year, I think that um, Allen is going to go out there and really... Look at this game as the stepping stone to him being one of the elite quarterbacks in the game. I don't think he's there yet, and I think he knows that. I believe he's going to go out there in this game and do everything he can to manage the game in a way that you don't have to have fantastic stats, but be able to have a complete game, the ability to put together a complete game to uh, determine the outcome in a in a good way for, for Buffalo. Uh, saying all that, I do look for Buffalo to win this game. I think that uh, as good of a game plan as the Patriots may have, I think that it's going to come down to the athletic ability on the field. Uh, Mac Jones, this is his first uh, playoff game uh, as a rookie, like we stated. So we're going to have to put that into play. I think Buffalo may get after him a little bit. And I do look for the Bills to come out victorious in this game. Um, probably by, it's going to be close, but I would say by uh, probably a touchdown in this game. So you know, look for Stephon Diggs to have a big game against that secondary for um the, the Patriots, and I think that, um, you know, you have offensive linemen, uh, Deion Dawkins, Spencer Brown, uh, if they can keep their penalties to a minimum, unfortunately they have some issues during this season with some untimely calls, but if they can uh, they can keep that to a minimum, they should be fine. I do look for Buffalo to win this game. Uh, moving along to tomorrow, of course, the 1 o'clock game. We already talked about uh, the Bucks and the Eagles. Look to see the Bucks advancing after a hard-fought game in that one. Um, then you go to the second game of the, of the day, which is going to be the 49ers at the Cowboys. Uh, the 49ers are a sixth seed after beating the Rams last week to be able to get in. And the Cowboys are a three seed hosting this game. You look at some uh, players on both of these teams, and I'll tell you, San Francisco is probably the one team that has so many multi-purpose players. I think they're a team that nobody wants to play, whether it be the Cowboys or anyone else in the NFL in the playoffs at this time. You have Debo Samuel in there. Garoppolo seemed to do what he had to do last week, and you know that they control the tempo, and they they play they beat a very good Rams team last week. Now the Cowboys, you know, of course, you talk about the Cowboys. You have Dak Prescott. Sometimes he looks like the way he's supposed to look in leading the team, um, explosive plays, running when he has to. Other times, you know, they look very mediocre at best. So I think from a, a quarterback perspective, Dallas has the edge 
when you compare Garoppolo to Prescott, but you got to look at the game plan. Does the running game of Dallas, are they going to have enough to be able to move the chains? Um, Elliot out there, are you going to be able to give him the ball enough and not key on him so that you don't have to rely on passing the ball? I think the 49ers actually pull the upset and win this game against Dallas. I think that's going to be the upset uh, of the weekend. Like I said, San Francisco is one of those teams where you really um, have to be careful because they'll come at you from both the offensive and the defensive side of the ball. And, you know, Williams for San Fran is coming back this weekend. So that's not very good news, I guess, if you're a Dallas Cowboy fan. However, you know, let everyone come back and play and, you know, beat the team with their best players and you use your best players and and win the game, right? So I'm looking forward to seeing that game. And, of course, the um, late game tomorrow night will be Pittsburgh at the Chiefs. Pittsburgh is a seventh seed as a result of that game with the Raiders and Chargers last week, ending um, at, like we talked about with the field goal with no ticks on the clock left in overtime. Um, they live to see one more day. Ben Roethlisberger lives to see one more game. And, you know, they probably shouldn't be in the playoffs, but they are. So um, they're the 14th out of the 14 teams, but that slate is wiped clean. And they're out there on Sunday playing against Mahomes. So, you know, a little bit different. The Chiefs are a two seed this year. Uh, Tennessee has the one seed. So usually KC is the one seed playing. But it doesn't matter. They'll be out there and um, look forward to uh, Mahomes being Mahomes. Um, You know, playing them this year. He had nine touchdown passes with no interceptions in the two games that they played. Um... Uh, I, th- I think one of the games, KC was up 23 uh even before halftime. So, now Pittsburgh's going to have to have a great... They're going to play a perfect game. Najee Harris is going to have to... Um, I'll not be a rookie. He's going to have to go out there and, you know, run hard, go north and south and uh, put some pressure on that KC defense and uh, keep the offense off the field. I think that's going to be a key. And can Pittsburgh do that? Um, You know, I'm not sure if Watt's going to be back. I know he's banged up a little bit. But, you know, when you look at the Chiefs, you look at Mahomes, you look at no, Travis Kelsey there, and I think that um, the Chiefs have too much in this game, and this will be Ben's last game of his career, and it's been a heck of a career, so uh, hats off to him, and I do look forward to seeing um, you know Kansas City uh, winning this game and, and moving on. Um, and then, of course, the game on Monday night is going to be the uh, Cardinals, who are the fifth uh, ranked team going against the Rams, uh, who is the fourth ranked team. Uh, spread here, the Rams are favored by four. And I'll tell you, uh, they split the regular season series, each winning on the road. Um, Arizona dominated in week four, 37 to 20. 
Uh, Kyler Murray had a great game, and um, now the defense forced some turnovers. And then in week 14, um, Aaron Donald you know, really did a number on Murray. And it's going to come down to you know what Rams team are we going to see? And for that matter, what Arizona team are we going to see? Because they're both like Jekyll and Hyde. So Matthew Stafford, um, you know, is going to get into a... Uh, a duel, if you will, with Murray and see what happens. So I think whoever has the, the fewest errors will be the team advancing to the uh, next round. And, uh, you know, I really, these are, of, of all the games, this one is the one that I have the, the least amount of, of feelings towards thinking who's going to win. If I had to pick one, I would go with the Rams because of the season that Cooper Cup is having. And I think that maybe McVeigh is a little bit better on the sideline there. We'll see what happens. So that's the breakdown of the games. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, Agree, disagree, that's fine. Um, The number 877-448-7901. Let me ask you, which game are you looking forward to the most besides the Bucks eagles game? I'd like to know that. We'll be right back to keep the show going on Power 90.1. Are you looking for that one special item for your significant other? Or maybe it's time to treat yourself. Look no further than Macaulay Fine Jewelry. Right here in Brandon, at Macaulay Fine Jewelry, we have a group of very talented designers and jewelers on site who would love to help you create a -a one-of-a-kind piece or choose from an array of beautiful fine jewelry ready to box and gift wrap. Macaulay Fine Jewelry. Same building, same employees as Martin Jewelers. Ed says stop by, corner of Oakfield and Kings Avenue in the heart of Brandon. Now, Now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show power 90.1 welcome back sports fans talking a little bit about the uh golf seasons that just got underway well i'll tell you what last week in the uh tournament of champions cameron smith if you saw that out there in hawaii kapalua how would you like to shoot 33 under par and lose and finish second. <laughs> That's what John Rom did. He he and uh, Cameron Smith were head to head the whole uh, second and third round. And when it came right down to it, um, Smith made a birdie on the 18th hole to win. He ended up um, 34 under. 258 in some of the best uh, scoring conditions. And it did set the record as well um, for most under par in PGA history. So that was a great way to you know, start the tour out there. And I think that if you look um, right now, you had the Sony Open going on this weekend out there. And you have Henley um, just doing well. Uh, at the end of play, I think he was 15 under. Uh, Matt Kuchar is there as well. Um, Kirk for the United States so uh, it's nice to see the uh, golf underway looking forward to the um, Valspar up here again it'll be in March I think it's the 17th that week uh, in March so that's always a great time best weather of the year in Florida typically so um, looking forward to uh, getting up there and see the top players I know last year you had um, Justin Thomas playing. You had um, Justin Tom, Justin Thomas, Dustin Johnson, um, a ton of great players up there, and the field this year should be uh, very good as well. So, looking forward 
to um, seeing that. I want to talk a second about um, this tennis over in Australia, the issue going on. I know we touched base a little bit um, last week on it regarding Novak Djokovic. Um, It's amazing how this is one of the lead stories again um, this week. So... um, if you follow the story last week, the Australian Open starts on um, this, this coming weekend, t- t- Sunday or Monday, maybe the first round. Djokovic is supposed to be playing on Monday. Well, last week he came over and they um, revoked his visa. He had to stay at a uh, quarantine center. He did not get vaccinated and he had a hearing this uh, past week, I think on Monday, and the judge ruled that he should be able to stay and he should be able to play. So, uh, of course, he you know goes over to the uh, facility, start practicing and whatnot, and now the uh, immigration minister that on, on uh, yesterday said he's using his ministerial discretion to cancel Djokovic's visa on public interest grounds. Now, this is just three days before play begins. Like I said, I believe it's, um, you know, Sunday night, Monday. So, you know, it, it's amazing to me. Of course, there's going to be an appeal that um, will be tomorrow, I believe, to see what's going to happen. But this is strictly, this is strictly a political play on the part of Australia. Not sure, you know. I know Djokovic isn't one of the you know most liked players uh, in in the world. You know, coming from Serbia, uh, he does have his share of people that you know, may not like his personality all that much. I happen to like the guy. I think he you know just wants to go over there, go to work, do his job, and he's being um, you know prohibited at this point from doing that. So um, to, to say you're canceling his visa on health and good order grounds on the basis that it was in the public interest to do so, I think is weak, doesn't hold much water. And I really hope that it does get overturned to let him go out there and play. He is one of the best tennis players to ever um, play the game. And I hope that he is able to play and um, and do well. I mean, he should be able to. So I'd love to hear your comments on that as well. Um, Unfortunately, the time is all up that we have to talk today. I could talk about a lot more things, college basketball being one of them, which we'll touch uh, more on next week. Uh, again, this is football weekend. Let's hope that the Bucks come out on uh, tomorrow and uh, have their A team ready to go. Injury bug no longer around. And um, uh, repeat as uh, defending our... Super Bowl victory last year. Get ready for another parade. Uh, I do look forward to the victory tomorrow and uh, hope to hear all the comments from you as well. As always, you know, stay vigilant, stay safe, and above all, stay positive. And we'll be right back next weekend to talk about the Bucks' next game, hopefully, as we march towards the Lombardi Trophy. Have a great weekend, guys. Talk to you next week.